The Mavs win. Let's go. Bounce back win. Dallas back at home on Halloween. They beat the Kings. And today I'm joined by the one and only wearing a Fletcher's shirt. Doyle Raider coming up next. No, I didn't have the button ready. And this is locked on Mavericks Don't believe you shouldn't be here. Welcome to Locked On Mavs. This is one of your co-hosts, Isaac Harris of Mavs.com. Joined today by Doyle Raider. Mavs Moneyball, Forbes. Been covering the team for, I don't know, longer than I have. <laughs> how how you feel on this Halloween? You're not out like, are you a Fletcher's corn dog for Halloween? I mean, I, I might as well be. I recently was working uh, for the state fair, so I ate, I ate a lot. I ate, I ate a corny dog every day. Okay, so for people who have never been to the Texas State Fair, what's the one fried food that you're like, hey, that would just be worth trying? Oh, this year it would have been the uh, deep-fried seafood gumbo balls. Those were incredible. Deep-fried seafood gumbo balls? Yeah. They, what they, they, in they, the world? They they were awesome. I actually like I I, I did a media relations there. Had Channel Eight do a uh, a story on them. That's so cool. Yeah, our uh, overseas listeners are like, "What are y'all doing?" <laughs> <laughs> this is why. Um, but no, yeah, Texas State Fair. I've been like twice, and every both times I'm like, uh, I don't know if it was worth it, but I guess I need to take the kids back at some point. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. Yeah. But what's more fun, the Mavericks actually won a game coming after the uh, Denver game, the Denver yeah. debacle the other day. That was just a, a mess. But they play the Kings. I'm not going to lie. I was kind of worried going into this game. Um, but they won. On Halloween, it was a day game. We literally just in, uh, closed out the Zoom with uh, the post-game pressers. And Luca's last question, his last thing he was talking about was how these day games, he's so happy about them because – People back home in Slovenia can watch these games. He even says, like, oh, the NBA, I wish they could do more in yeah. games like this. And I, I thought that was really cool that he acknowledged that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's something we don't think about, obviously. Like, the day games just are what they are for us. But, yeah, for the all the overseas players, and, you know, the Mavericks have plenty of those, you know, <laughs> their hometowns and stuff and their family overseas can watch them, and that's pretty great. I know we complain about the late tips sometime. It's like – nine o'clock tip off and we're like oh my gosh where's the and uh fans in slovenia are like get out of here we're waking <laughs> up like early in the morning to watch these games but all right the mavs win uh 105 to 99 and i think i tweeted out after the game i thought this was what are the telling points of the season so far they approved the four and two the three and oh at home which last year they kind of struggled <laughs> at home but this is the third time this season that they've held an opponent under 100 points Last year, it only happened 13 times in 72 games. So, Doyle, is the defense for real, or is this just a small sample size, don't get excited, or is this actually something that's, like, changed this year? You know, that's a great question. I know that they've made a focus on defense this year. Like, Tim, after the game, even said that, you know, the offense isn't what wins you games. It's defense, and that's either home or away. The defense is going to carry you. And that seems to be, like, 
the big difference because they used to just try and blow people out of the gym and they they had a lot of success doing it but i think it's still a little too early to say that this is a defensive team like but they're definitely making an effort there you know that that there's a lot of areas that they need to clean up too though for sure you know i, I think uh austin uh, garuya tweeted out towards the end of the game he's like the mavs gonna win this game uh, or they've been winning, you know, a few games here and they still shot like crap again. And it's like, yeah. they're 12 of 37 from three in this game, 44% from the field, but they're like pulling out some of these wins. And, you know, I, I said, well, I'll go the four and two, three and oh, like, are you like, where are you at right now? We'll get into the game a little bit here in a little bit, but like, where, where are the vibes? Where are the Doyle Kobe beef vibes right now? Are you like, are you happy with this team? Are you like being patient with this team are you satisfied or are you like worried it's i've just been saying it's been so weird it's been so hard to get like a read on this team but where where's your mindset as a whole right now about the team right i i agree with you there that it's kind of difficult to pin them down i don't i don't know that they have an identity yet i would say i'm somewhat worried because they haven't really played well in any of these games necessarily. Yeah. Like they've they've shown little little spurts, you know, that's allowed them to win, but they don't look great. And you know, up against a playoff team like Denver, they just got you know got blown out. Yeah. <laughs> so and and the what and the ones they're getting are against teams that aren't going to make the playoffs. Let's let's be real. Like so, I don't I don't know where they stand yet. Like it's it's early. What was this game five? You know, yeah, game six. Game, yeah. game six. Yeah. It. I want to see where they are at fifteen games, but fifteen games is a lot of games. You know, that's yeah. almost that's almost a quarter of the season already. So, you know, I don't. If 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 I can't pin them down by then, I'm going to be definitely worried about what the season could bring. Yeah, for sure. You know, and so obviously KP missed this game. <laughs> Uh, third game in a row, mm -hmm. lower back tightness. Don't have any answers uh, about KP right now as far as when's the next time he's going to play. This is obviously an early game on Sunday. Monday, I don't know if they have the day off or not, but they have a home game on, on Tuesday uh, against Miami. Uh, national TV game. I think that could be like a measuring stick game again. Like They go into that game at home, national TV game, and Miami just like smacks them. Now it's kind of like back to back, like games against bigger teams that you just get smacked. And you're like, okay, now we kind of have a sense of like who we are. Mm -hmm. But so, okay. KP didn't play. Maxi starts in his place, not Reggie Bullock. And we don't know the extent of Maxi. This is one of the takeaways from this game is Maxi left the game with the back injury. If they don't have Maxi, how big of a loss is that? That's huge. Board? Like, that. that's huge. He's been without a doubt, like, their best big man this season yeah uh I, he, is it he, is it bad to say that i'm more worried if they lose maxi for extended time than kp i mean we've seen the team play so much without kp that it's just kind of a thing at this point but yeah maxi maxi's been the best he's been the best big man on the team and honestly like his loss to the defense especially the way he's been hustling out there and yeah one of the few players that's actually hitting threes at the other end. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's huge. That's huge to lose him because he just provides so much spacing and, you know, rim protection at the, at the same time. And it's 
yeah, that that'd be a massive loss. I I don't know. They just have to play small or play Willie a lot more. I think you know, and Willie's good. You know, he's a good defender, but we'll see what happens. I mean, I hope Maxie's okay just for the sake of this team. Or they can just play Dwight like forty minutes. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that's a recipe for success, honestly. <laughs> Um, okay, so <laughs> this game starts, and I think a, a lot of us, including, you know, I said while ago I was worried going into this game because last time I seen this team play was against Denver. They they start the game, and it feels like a much different team, like the whole vibe of the team. Like Luca is it looks like he has so much more energy. Everything they're hitting shots at the beginning. I think within the first like five or six minutes, all four starters around Luca had hit a three, including Dwight Powell in that. So Question for you too: Should we read much into the Denver game, or is that just a one-off? Hey, schedule loss, second night of a back-to-back in Denver, high altitude. Like, did, were we a little bit too harsh based off the Denver game? Uh, probably. I mean, Denver is always a tough place to play. Like, they have one of the best players in the league and reigning MVP Nikola Jokic. Like, so I feel like that game was going to be a loss unless you know the Mavericks. We're really just firing on all cylinders. Yeah. So I, I mean, it is what it is. It's not a good looking loss, you know. <laughs> like they really, really just got you know Denver mopped the floor with them, just plain and simple. So I think they can move past that pretty easily, and they did by bouncing back today. But that that's something they need to keep you know in the back of their mind if they want to like actually be as competitive as they think they can be this season. For sure. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be right back with Doyle. Guys, thank you so much for making Lockdown Mavs your first listen of the day. I know a lot of you guys have so many different options. You can listen to music, different pods, or whatever uh, you want to on your way to work or first thing you do when you wake up in the morning. But so many of you make Lockdown Mavs your first listen of the day, and I just want to say thank you so much for doing that. This pod is brought to you by Indeed. Indeed is a hiring partner that gets you what you really want, a short list of quality candidates as fast as possible because you can do it all, attract, interview, and hire all at Indeed. Don't struggle on your own to find quality candidates. Indeed can help you hire the right people right now. Indeed partners with you on every step of the hiring process so you can find talent with skills you need through skills like Indeed Instant Match assessments and virtual interviews with instant match as soon as you sponsor or a post you get a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on indeed match your job description they just match them up this is the coolest thing ever and you can even invite them to apply right away get started right now with a 75 dollars sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com slash locked on get 75 dollars credit at indeed.com slash locked on indeed.com slash locked on Offer valid through December 31st. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This pod is also brought to you by Direct TV. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live. Then you have another one set up, like an iPad or something, that's streaming like a favorite show. Then you have this other TV with a device that's watch, you're watching sports highlights on your on something else. And it's like you have all these devices streaming all these different things, and you're using your neighbors, like best friends, dogs, cousins, aunts, uh, login for all of that stuff. Well, I have you covered because I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream. 
and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before. So you can watch your favorite shows, movies, sports, all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes, no need to buy another device ever again. So get rid of the clutter, the confusion. Get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device content varies by package. All right, Doyle. One of the bright spots of this game, and he actually got podium game for Frank Nilakina after the game here. Mm-hmm. I mean, what did you expect of Frank going into this season? What? what <laughs> because he's exceeding what I thought that he would. And I didn't think he would be like a starter, but. What did you expect of Frank going into the season, and what do you think of him right now? I mean, I during preseason, it was pretty clear that he was just fighting for a roster spot in general. And so I was honestly honestly, a little surprised he got that last spot, but like he's he's played so much better in the regular season than he did in preseason. He looked rough in preseason. He couldn't shoot, and now he's shooting – the three ball, I didn't even know he really had that in his repertoire. Yeah. But uh but yeah, so he he's impressed me for sure. I mean, he's earned those minutes that he's getting. And I think Kid said it tonight after the game or this afternoon after the game, that like when you look at the rotation, you have to play him. And you absolutely have to play him because he's, you know, definitely exceeding my expectations for him. How are you feeling if you're Josh Green right now? <laughs> I mean I, I really do not know how Josh Green would be feeling, but it's it's so it's tough for him. He couldn't even get minutes on his national team in yeah. the Olympics. Like, you know, I, I want to say that you know, hopefully there's a place for him, but uh, I don't I don't know. I mean, he's he's the odd man out right now, and you know, he looks more kind of like a two way player than an actual you know rotation player. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. It's like I've been saying over the past like week of. Man, if you're Josh Green, you go into the season. Now Frank comes in on a minimum contract and just completely passes you up and gets all the minutes in. I mean, he didn't even play tonight. Josh Green didn't. But it this combo last year that we tried to – somebody coined the term water bugs for uh, Trey Burke and, and Jalen Brunson together last year. And it's like we need a nickname for Frank and JB because – I, th- I think this combination works out way better than the Trey Burke and Jalen Brun- Brunson combination last year. If you have this defender in Frank with this huge wingspan to go with JB, who's playing really well too. But like Frank's been playing good offensively too. When he hit that, there, there was this play tonight where Reggie Bullock did this. He had the ball, came off like maybe a double screen, and then and then gave it to Frank Nilakina, who's kind of who shot kind of like an off balance three. And made it, and I'm like, what just happened? But it kind of goes into just the short season that you know Frank's having over these first six games. Yeah, I mean, who was it? Was it Carlisle that called him the water bugs last year? He, it could have, I think uh, so. It was either him or Dwayne. <laughs> <You know. laughs> uh, but yeah, like Brunson and Frank have been absolutely like carrying this team through stretches of games like Brunson yeah. himself like contract year Brunson is awesome like, yeah like, like he is playing out of his mind and like I, I was really happy to see him out there on the floor to close the game he should he should be out there on the floor closing game with the starters you know he should, yeah like he he deserves it because he he has really quarterback that second unit in, in ways that I didn't know he could do 
you know, based on just what he's been doing over the past you know few seasons here in Dallas. But he looks great. He, he's awesome. And, and even Frank in like handling a ball, like this is the, the part of his game that I just didn't like. I thought he was just going to be really shy, really kind of clunky with the ball. But I mean, even kids said after the game, he said, man, he, he, he's proven he can play alongside Luca, alongside JB, but he can also play on the ball and off the ball. He's had a few like floaters and stuff. I'm like, he already has a better floater game than Dennis Smith Jr. ever did. And I, I'm happy with Frank. I'm glad they took the swing on him. Obviously, it's only been six games. Luca kind of lit up after the game. Somebody asked, I think it was Brad that asked Luca after the game about Frank. And he was like, man, Frank is, you know, he's having an awesome start to the season and how happy he was for him. But I'm just really curious. So I looked up minutes that he played with Jalen Brunson, not including tonight, going into tonight's game, which this will only help these numbers. I know it's short, small sample size theater here. 23 minutes together on the floor, JB and Frank. But they're a plus 35 net rating, 118 offensive rating with an 82.9 defensive rating. I get it. That's not a ton of minutes together. But add in tonight, those numbers will probably improve or at least stay the same after tonight's minutes. And uh, it's a good combo. And I think for all the offensive questions that we've seen with the, with the Mavs over this first part of the season – that's one of the bright spots. It, Joel, are, are you a bright spots, silver lining type of guy? Are you you like looking for those, or are you just all, hey, we got to stay negative? Uh, I mean, I just I just report what's the facts, honestly. Don't let yeah. Kirk rub, rub off on you. Oh, God, never. <laughs> <laughs> Would never do that. But, uh, I mean, look, they, when the mouths are bad, I'll point out that they're bad. When like that's yeah. Those numbers, though, that you just read off, those are crazy. I haven't looked that up, but that is insane. I mean, I think those two need to be, get more time together. Yeah. Like, if, if that's working that well, then, you know, kid has to keep going back to that. Just yeah. flat out because they need something, obviously, offensively. And that's just crazy. That's just absolutely like that's a, like I'm literally jar like it's jarring. Yeah. So, OK, <laughs> let me ask you a bigger question about Frank, since he's one of the topics coming out of this game. It, what if like Frank's like good not just a like right now in six games like he's playing well in his minutes and he's playing you know well with jb off the bench and in these spurts and stuff but like what if frank is like legit good what is that what is the role what does that do for like the team and the outlook or any of that or should we just table that whole discussion for later in the season i mean it it is early but i mean i think it's worth you know looking into at least discussing right now because you know, this is a player that the Mavericks did target in in the draft, and he was yeah. a lot. He is a lottery pick of the Knicks. You know, he didn't really do a whole lot with this time in New York, but I think they had multiple coaches and stuff while he was there. So that's that's difficult to deal with. But hey, if he's gonna be this good, that's awesome. Like, yeah. <laughs> like move him up in, into like the the seventh man spot or something. You know, like right behind Brunson off the bench because. They, they can they need all the help they can get you know outside of Luca because no one else is hitting shots and so get him in there get him in the game get him in to change you know change the momentum I know I've seen uh, somebody tonight uh, tweet uh, somebody tweeted at me and said how long until he takes Dorian's spot in the starting lineup I'm like I don't know about that <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's happening anytime soon <laughs> we need Dorian's size against some of these bigger wings but I do think he's solidified or he should have should have solidified a spot as one of those first guys off the bench with mm -hmm. you know if you look at the bench unit 
and let's just say Maxi doesn't start and it's KP and Dwight, I think it's a clear, you know, Jalen, you know, Frank, Reggie Bullock, and, you know, and Maxi, those four together now instead of a, you know, two to three man group. But yeah. Um, Luca tonight, 10 of 21 from the field, one of seven from the three point line. His three point percentage this season is uh it's a rough start for yeah. for luca in that but 10 assists 23 points any general thoughts about luca's uh game tonight and a few little matchup things with uh davion mitchell i thought i thought it was funny after the game luca said that he was more confident in that center court shot than he was in any of his other threes and free throws this season so i thought that <laughs> at least he's got a good sense of humor about everything but you know it, he started off slow but he finally looks engaged. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. he, he the, what, the San Antonio game, he he was he didn't he wasn't there mentally. It was yeah. until, until the Denver until, game too. Yeah. Like he he looked completely checked out. And you know, I I mentioned that on Twitter and of course, you know, the Luca fans came after me, but it's like it's but it's true. Like yeah. He, he was not engaged. He, he was like walking up and down the court. And uh, today he looked a lot better. And maybe this is just a, he needs to work his way into the season. I don't know. But yeah, he, he needs to be focused because he is the, you know, alpha and omega of everything this team does. So it, it, it was good. You know, he couldn't hit a three, but I thought he played pretty well today. Yeah, play good defense. I thought he was he was way more engaged in this game. I, I'm with you on the Luca stuff. It, you know, it's obviously hard to you know kind of criticize or poke at Luca some, but I I did in the post game pod against Denver because I'm like I'm just gonna be honest here. Like he's not moving well. He doesn't seem like he's checked in. I didn't like some of the body language stuff, but it looked much better in this game. And hey, it was a second night of back to back, so I'll give him a, <laughs> give him a pass with that. Oof, let's go. <laughs> What's the dog's name? Uh, that is Millie. Millie. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Freaking love dogs. All right. We'll take a quick break real quick, and uh, we'll be right back. All right. Guys, earlier I thanked you for making Lockdown Mavs your first listen of the day, and now it's your second listen of the day coming up. This pod's about to be over here in another, like, what, 10 minutes, and then it'll be your second listen of the day. What's going to be your second listen? We have you covered at the Lockdown Network. No matter what other team you're a fan of, if you're a Dallas fan, you're like, hey, I love the Cowboys. The Cowboys are about to play Sunday Night Football. If they win, you need to listen to Locked On Cowboys on Monday. Make that your second listen of the day. Today's pod is also brought to you by Built Bar. Guys, you know, we've been talking about Built Bar literally for years. This is our fifth year doing this pod, and I feel like we've been talking about Built Bars forever. I feel like I should just need – I need merch at this point because both Nick and I, we, we get – the new flavor sent to our house. We try them out. We talk about them on the show, but then we also turn around and spend some of the money we make on this podcast or from this podcast on built bars because we love them that mo that, that much. Do you know that built bar has so many delicious flavors? There's something for everyone. Flavors like coconut, cherry, barcia, raspberry, mint, brownie, orange cookies and cream, German chocolate, What's your favorite flavor if you have one? Tweet at us. Let us know what's your favorite flavor. I love uh, the mint brownie. That's a classic. It's been my favorite for a long time. You can also do a mixed box to where they can send you a bunch of different flavors. You can just test them all out, and then you can buy like an individual flavor box uh, down the road. But 17, 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, 
all healthy. Order today and you get the grasshopper cookie or raspberry, whatever you like, you can order and get it today. It's also the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. It's a pretty cool deal right there. The offer is built.com. Use promo code locked on. You'll get 15% off your order. Use promo code locked on for 15% off at built.com. Okay. Tell me why Moses Brown should or should not be playing. Uh, I mean, I like the thought of Moses Brown for sure. I want to see him out there just to learn and get experience. But, you know, in his, what, two minutes that he played today? <laughs> yeah, uh, he did. Uh, it was uh, not not a great showing. I th- he got blown by on one possession pretty bad, and he just kind of looked a little lost after that. But, uh, I mean, I think there's some promise there for sure. Like, that's a really interesting project, honestly. And I'd like to get it, see him get spot minutes when he can. But, you know, when the, <laughs> the Kings did make it, you know, this game was a little rough at times for the Mavericks and the Kings made it a game. Um, and him going out there when he did was, I thought surprising because that's when the Kings were on one of their little runs. Yeah. So then the, what was that? The third quarter, second quarter, something like that. The second half. Yeah. Yeah. So, right. uh, you know, I, I want to see him, but maybe just in not, not, not in close games. <laughs> yeah. I can't help to watch Rashawn Holmes and be like, dang it, man you he's good man you'd be uh i remember yeah i remember a few years ago uh sitting in the press box and uh one of our mutual friends leaned over and was like hey are we sure holmes isn't better than dwight powell and that was kind of before it was like kind of trendy to like rashawn holmes and uh it's like okay now we kind of hear that conversation now but that sacramento team is fun i forgot yeah. luke walton is still a coach in this league but <laughs> The, the roster is fun, and they were they had one defensive possession. It was like Fox, Halliburton, uh, Mitchell, all together. They just sw- they swarmed Luca, then and they got a you know twenty four second uh, shot clock in it. And I'm like, man, that that has like potential. It has a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Obviously, HB is uh, is having a great season, but yeah, I'm I'm excited to see where where the Kings go this year. Um, okay, before we let you go, I just want to ask about KP. What, like, what, what, what happens at this point? Is this just a simple KP will just play whenever he can? I feel like as soon as they announced it today, I, you know, that he wasn't going to play. Of course, I went to Mavs Twitter. I'm like, oh, I just want to see, you know, kind of the gauging it. You know, obviously, everybody's just like, oh my gosh, he's not playing again. This is crazy. But this is three out of six games to start the season that he's not playing. What are, is it just a hey, whatever at this point, is it? Whatever he gives us, we'll just be happy with. I mean, I think that's what it's come to, honestly. Like, it's it's disappointing that he just can't stay healthy, and that you know, what, what are they saying? It's lower back tightness. It's just, yeah. I mean, he's a big guy. I get it. Like, and I I do feel bad for him that he can't stay healthy and get on the floor. I mean, but he is making a lot of money, so I don't feel that bad for him. But uh, it's just, it's frustrating as like. You know, for, and it clearly is on Mavs Twitter because everyone's mad all the time. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, yeah, I think you really just have to be like, this is what ha- what he is at this point, and when he can play, you just take what you can and just go with it from there. Because, yeah, I mean, we heard so much about from the team about this being a healthy off season for him, and then boom, three games in, yeah, <laughs> he's, he's he's sidelined again, yeah. 
Yeah, that's kind of yeah. I'm tr- I'm trying not to uh, read too much into it, but uh, just hope that he gets back healthy. Hopefully, we can get him against Miami. And uh, yeah, I mean, we said it earlier. I think the Miami game could be a, a a tiny measuring stick type of game. Of Miami's rolling right now, mm-hmm. and <laughs> at home in Dallas, they'll have a couple. You know, a, what a day and a half of of rest basically. So we'll see how they play in that. Uh, Doyle, since today's Halloween, growing up, what was your favorite Halloween costume that you ever wore? Oh, I mean, I think I was a Ghostbuster for like four or five years straight. So definitely that. Yeah. <laughs> just rocked it every year. You just became the Ghostbuster. Everybody knew what kid it was. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's incredible. Okay, Doyle, you're the man. I appreciate it. Have a great Sunday. Thanks for hopping on. What seed will the Mavericks finish at this year? Seventh. Oh, my gosh. We tried to end on a good note, Doyle. <laughs> they got to start playing better. That was like the, the black and orange uh, candy that you get in, in the bag that is just horrible. Uh, that was what I just got in the bag. <laughs> Happy Halloween. Have a good day, Doyle. Hey, thanks. <laughs>